Welcome to the MuseCast, where we squeeze every last drop of inspiration out of Sunday's sermon. Hey everybody, Dan Kent here. Uh, I'm flying solo today. Shauna uh, was not able to join us today, so it's just going to be me. It's also probably going to be a shorter MuseCast because, um, well, for a couple of things. One, um, I, it's harder to fill time when it's just me. Uh, with Shauna, you can banter back and forth and it's it's a lot easier. But the second reason is uh, Greg's sermon this weekend, even though it's foundational and so profoundly important, um, he only really got to his sermon in the last 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, he had a, a good long buildup where he laid some very fascinating groundwork for the series, but uh, the sermon itself was pretty brief. So this will probably be a little short, uh, but Greg, you know, this week we're kicking off a new series called Cross-Examination, and uh, I got to say, I can't wait until we're far enough along down this this uh, journey to so that everybody sees how, how, how brilliant this uh, series title is, because I just I love this series title. It's uh, it's very clever and I like I like clever, I guess, you know, uh, but Greg uh, kicked off this series Cross-Examination. It's focusing on the end of the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus talks about judging. Uh, you do not judge unless you be judged and the standard by which you judge, that's the standard that you'll be judged by and so on and so forth. And you read that and it just sounds like more of the same sort of uh, religious ethical teaching, but in a way, a very important way, this teaching is really cuts to the heart of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And and Greg sort of started to lay the foundation of that this week. He he talked about how when we love one another, we do so by uh, 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 demonstrating or showing uh, the worth of the person that we're loving, even if that comes at a cost to ourself. Um, however, when we judge one another, we do the exact opposite. Uh, we 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 show demonstrate superiority over the other, even if that means diminishing the other. So uh, so we inflate ourselves at the cost of them instead of uh, uh, showing their worth at cost to ourselves. So it's the exact opposite. So in a very important sense, judgment sabotages our call to be children of God because. Jesus tells us in Matthew that you can tell if you're a child of God if you love one another. And uh, so really, judgment is foundational to all of this. Um, and uh, and then Greg, you know, uh, talked, shared a lot of verses that are important to this. Uh, you know, First John three sixteen. Uh, we know love by this that Jesus laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our life for one another. That is, we have to live in that same uh, uh, kind of. Uh, what would you say? Um, enriching way, even if that comes at a cost to ourselves, where we demonstrate one another's profound worth, uh, even if it requires personal sacrifice. First John three eleven. Uh, for this is the message we heard from the beginning that we should love one another. First uh, John four twenty one. Um, anyone who loves God must love his brother or sister. Uh, if you say that you love God but you don't really like people, it's it's not the God of the Bible that you are loving because the God of the Bible loves his people and. Um, and it calls us to do the same. And if we don't love people, then that's an indicator light that maybe we don't understand people in the right way. Maybe we have, and there's a thousand different reasons for this. Maybe we have 
personal trauma. Maybe we have some uh, misinformation about other people, or maybe we um, have, uh, you know, other emotional scars or wounds that are keeping us from loving others. And, and that's okay. But the goal is to heal through that and to grow through that so that we can see people in the same way that God sees people and to love them uh, in the same way that God loves them. That's sort of the gist of this sermon and the series. And it doesn't sound that complicated. God loves you and wants you to love others in the same way. It's really simple, uh, just in terms of the information of it. The problem isn't so much in understanding it, as Greg said, the problem is in living it out to embody these truths into who we are and to pursue Christ likeness uh, in in our very being and to pursue this love in the fibers of our heart and body and mind and totally live this out. That's the challenge. And um, and I, I loved how Greg was talking about his aversion to uh, repeating himself. And he had apprehension to giving, given the series again, because he's already done this series, even though it was 20 years ago, he still, he wants to do, and this is part of, you know, being a, a cutting edge thinker is you always want to be, you know, finding new uh, ground. And, um, and I'm very glad that he uh, kind of overcame that, that uh, aversion, because I just think that this is so very important, um, especially, and he kind of mentioned this a little bit as well, especially in the culture that we live, because in, I think, 2002 is when we originally did this series. Uh, we were pretty much, uh, you know, polarized and, and there was a lot of animosity between the left and the right then, but it's like, 50 times worse now. And so the truths and the teachings that we gave then apply to us in even bigger ways. And the challenges to living this out are greater now than they were 20 years ago. So I just think this message is, is uh, profoundly time, uh, timely. And um, I'm really looking, looking forward to where we go with it. Now, um, where do we go with this? Because there's a lot of questions that we haven't even dipped our toe in yet. And, and we've received a lot of questions from people, just really, really great questions. And, um, and I don't want to reply to any of them yet because uh, I don't feel like we've laid the groundwork in the sermons to reply to all of them. But as the series goes on, I think we will start to uh, reply to some of these uh, really, really good, tough questions. You know, things like, you know, you know, we, we're called to love one another, sure, but like, you know, you might think that one of the ways that you show love for another person is to show them how wrong they are, <laughs> because you might think that the ideology that they are holding and that they are promoting is dangerous for people. And so one of the way of loving those people is to overthrow the ideology of the person there who is holding it. And, and that's a good, uh, you can make a good argument for that. Um, and, and, and definitely, as Greg has said in this sermon, and he will say going forward, we do need to challenge the principalities and powers, and we do need to challenge uh, ungodly ideologies and so forth, of course. Um, but how we do that and how we fit that in with our discipleship is going to be absolutely uh, crucial because judgment uh, cuts to the heart of what it means to be a disciple. Uh, it, it's it's the antithesis of what we are called to be, and that is to be Christ-like lovers of one another, agape lovers of one another. And so, the nuances are, are so important. And at some point we will get to that in this series, uh, but um, not yet. For now, 
let me just say this. Um, how do we live this out and show this type of love? And I think this is what people are worried about. I want to love my brother and sister, but I don't want to reinforce their platform. I don't want to strengthen their platform. I don't want to affirm their beliefs. I don't want to affirm their ideology. I don't want to support their agenda or whatever phrase you have. Uh, you want you you want to have that Christ-like love, but you don't want to strengthen uh, their movement or whatever it is that that they're doing, and um, and I I get that, but unfortunately, what's happening now I feel like is that if 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 we disagree with a person's ideology or political philosophy or uh, you know uh, ethical stance on a on a controversial issue, we separate ourselves from them, and uh, and that's part of how we. Um, give them consequences for this thing that we disagree with is we separate ourselves from it. And, um, and what I would argue is that the first step to loving one another, especially, especially people that we disagree with is to uh, maintain relationship with them, to enter into relationship and to maintain relationship with them. Um, uh, that's how we love them to have relationship and maybe even friendship with them despite the fact that we disagree uh, in such profound ways. Um, you know, the Apostle Paul in Romans uh, tells us to bear with one another. Um, that is to tolerate it, to, to, to allow a person to just be totally different than us and, and to still persist in that, um, that relationship, despite the fact that uh, you think that their perspective is, is, doesn't work. And maybe you think something even worse about it than that. Uh, but I think that we're called to bear with one another because there's something that happens in a debate when it's somebody that you're in relationship with that's different than, than debating people that you don't know and that are anonymous to you. And the things that we say to people online that we don't know, we would never say to people in our home sitting uh, sitting on our couch uh, sharing tea with us. And and there's, there's this um, sort of a reckless abandon that we have with people that we're not in relationship with that I think is spiritually dangerous. And so um, I think as my nugget for the week, um, strive to establish and maintain and to bear with people uh, and, and to establish and maintain those relationships with people that you disagree with and allow disagreement and allow debate to emerge from relationship. Uh, don't allow debates and um, disagreements to shape who you have relationships with, because that will just continue to reinforce the polarization and the separation that already is on steroids in our culture because of social media, because of, of uh, algorithms, because of, of bad uh, philosophies like surround yourself with like-minded people, for instance. All of these systems are in place to separate us. I think that the call to love one another uh, in in the face of disagreement starts at the very least with being open to having relationship with people that you profoundly disagree with. And so that's my nugget for the week. And, um, 
And that's my challenge, I guess, is to continue to pursue those types of relationships. Really, really looking forward to this series. If you want to peek ahead a little bit about just the theology that we're going to be uh, talking about over the next few weeks, um, you can get Greg's book, Repenting of Religion, and it talks all about the relationship between uh, judgment and love. And it's uh, a, a profound, profound book and highly recommend it. So uh, until next week, Shauna will be back with us next week. Uh, maybe I'll see you on Sunday uh, or maybe I'll see you on the YouTube chat for the sermon. Um, uh, and uh, have a great week, you guys, and see you next week. I can't do the high five. Well, maybe I can give myself a high five. All right. No, I'll give you a high. Okay, everybody, if you're watching this on YouTube, put your hand up to the camera. We'll do a high five. All right. High five. All right. See you guys. That's ridiculous. I'm silly. See ya.